A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, grown woman runs away from toy dolls. The WWE draft is returning. A big Hell in a Cell stipulation has been announced. And potential spoilers regarding the Usos and Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, so we're going to kick things off by talking about this Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler segment. And uh, if you've looked at the title of this video, you can probably guess our take on the matter. I would suggest that if you're into this stuff and... That's totally fine. Everything is subjective. Everyone has a different opinion. Everyone enjoys different things in pro wrestling. But if you're really into this, you're probably not going to enjoy this first segment of the news. So maybe hit that timestamp down below and save yourself getting annoyed at us, getting annoyed at something that we didn't like. Let's just kick into it. Right. The closing of this week's episode of Monday Night Raw, it was Shayna Baszler visiting Alexa Bliss in Alexa's playground. And you know... Back in April, Nick Khan, who is the rising power within WWE, was on the Colin Cowherd podcast. And on that podcast, he said, we don't consider WWE a wrestling company. In fact, we don't even use that term around here. Now, this is nothing new. Vince McMahon has been saying it for decades and decades. He's tried to differentiate sports entertainment from old-timey wrestling for decades. But when you say things like WWE doesn't feel like a wrestling company anymore, is this wrestling or is it content? What the heck is going on? People often sneer at you and go, what are you talking about? There's a ring, there's fights, it's, of course it's wrestling. Well, I think it's time we started listening to Vince McMahon and Nick Khan because this stuff had nothing to do with professional wrestling. Uh, I won't do a complete play-by-play -play of the whole thing. Really, you should watch it yourself because personally, I think this is a historically bad WWE segment. <laughs> Shayna Baszler and Alexa Bliss meet in the playground. Of course, Lily is the focus of it. Alexa basically says, hey, you can be our friend, because she's a 29-year-old infant, um, if you apologize to Lily. Shayna Baszler doesn't really apologize to Lily. They brawl a bit. Shayna tries to kill Lily by stomping on it. And that's when things get really stupid. There's fiend magic, there's explosions, there's... Shayna Baszler, who runs out of the ring, terrified of the possessed doll, possessed by this adult baby. She runs and barricades herself in a, in a locker room, puts a sofa against the door so that what, a doll can't get in. But hey, guess what, guys? The doll can apparently teleport. Uh, she sees a reflection of it in the mirror. Shayna freaks out, kicks the mirror, shatters it into a million pieces, uh, screams. It's not real, all of this stuff. Raw comes to a close. Shayna Baszler, by the way, who at one point uh, in the not-so-distant future was a genuine contender for baddest woman 
and she's a former mixed martial artist, one of the toughest people in the world, running away on Raw from a possessed stuffed doll. Now, there's been a lot of stuff on Raw lately that, you know, it's the kind of thing that if somebody who isn't familiar with wrestling came into the room while you were watching it, you would change the channel hurriedly in embarrassment. I didn't so much change the channel, or I wouldn't so much change the channel if this happened. I'd throw the TV out the window. I would throw myself out the window just to make sure that the remains were there. Then I would set the remains on fire. And I would call up my landlord and ask him willingly to evict me. Um, look, like we said at the beginning, some people are into this stuff. Uh, we have very different tastes, if that's the case, but bless everyone. Uh, Adam Wilborn, tell, tell me what you think. This, this segment made me long for a contract signing at the main event of Monday Night Raw. That's how bad it was. Um, Look, I, I, for those hoping for like broken Wilborn here, I really hate to disappoint you, but I, I just, I've just flabbergasted more than angry about this. Like you say, Andy, she's got what, like 500 plus combined days as NXT Women's Champion, one of the most dominant people uh, in that organization. Talk about her MMA record. She has fought two of the most terrifying women on the planet in Chris Cyborg and Amanda Nunez. And she's scared of a fucking doll. I mean, honestly, she stood on it. And that was the big climactic thing. And then Lily cursed her and started making boxes fall from the ceiling and stuff. Like, I just... The bit where she was staring in the mirror and then Lily was behind her, but she wasn't. And then she was... Uh, how people, like, we watch it as part of our job. People always say, oh, why do you always moan about Raw? Why don't you just stop watching it? We have to watch it. It is a blessing and a curse, this job. 99% of the time, I love my job. Tuesday mornings at half six in the morning, not so much. Awful, this show. Absolutely dreadful. You know, we could, uh, this wasn't like, oh, they just fumbled the ball at the one yard line. Who am I meant to like in the Raw women's division? Nikki Cross, whilst like plucky baby face, it's kind of annoying, but it's putting her to one side. Asuka's a loser. She just lost the title, never won it back. And Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair seem to be having a battle to see who's the most obnoxious. Also, I'll, I'll never cheer for Jackson Riker because of what he did. So just because he cut his hair and now they're sort of leaning on a PTSD storyline, I'm not going to cheer him. What, what is going on, Andy, on Monday Night Raw? I mean, this isn't like a major yeah. development all of a sudden. It's been circling the drain for, what, over a year now? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it's attaching labels like worst run of Raw ever is tough because we're talking, you know, 20-odd, 30-odd, however many years of history. But I can't remember a time in my years of watching wrestling, and I've been watching wrestling since 1992, I cannot remember a time a show has ever felt so creatively bankrupt than this one. You have the worst tropes in the company just across the board. You've got the dislikable baby faces, like you say. You've got Cedric Alexander, who you'd think was maybe coming out of a coming out of this uh, Shelton Benjamin split with some kind of push. No, he looks like a he looks like a doofus every week. You got Ricochet and Humberto Carrillo, who are two of the other most dislikable baby faces on the planet at the moment. Yeah, they're trying to push Jackson Riker uh, using a topic that wrestling has proven itself time and time again incapable of handling with the right degree of sensitivity and everything else. 
it's a bad show. It's a bad show. And yeah, okay, some, you get your cool match every week, right? You get Drew versus Kofi last week, Riddle versus Kofi this week. But that's one thing on the three-hour broadcast. And maybe you can pick some other stuff and go, hey, this was okay. But look, the worst stuff is some of the worst stuff ever. Mm. And like you said, 99% of this job is an absolute blessing. Love what we do for a living. But man, if I could have all the time back that I've spent watching Raw over this past year long or however long run, um, I could have probably learned about five new languages and, you know, done something productive with my time. Here we are, uh, Shayna Baszler's 40 years old or or whatever. She's a former MMA fighter running away from a toy on Raw. And people will tell you this is creative. People will throw up and go, hey, what about The Undertaker? Uh, The Undertaker supernatural stuff sucked as well. There you go. Let, let, let's move on quick, please. You know, what we need? Well, you know what we need, Andy? A WWE draft! That fixes everything! And according to Andrew Zane of the Mat Men Prop Podcast, that is exactly what is coming our way following SummerSlam this year. Uh, SummerSlam going down, of course, in uh, Las Vegas's Allegiant Stadium. That goes down on the 21st of August. There's Saturday, mark it in your calendars. Uh, and then the following... No, not the following Raw. The Raw after the Raw after SummerSlam, the 30th of August. Uh, the SmackDown after the SmackDown after SummerSlam. That is the 3rd of September. They will both have drafts. We last had a draft in October 2020. 2019 saw a draft and a superstar shakeup. I describe it often as moving around deck chairs on the Titanic, but it's the last roll of the dice for Monday Night Raw for me. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And, you know, there's always a bit of enthusiasm going into these things. A big reshuffle. It'll be fresh. It'll be new and exciting. And maybe it is for like a week or two. And then it's the same. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, when this news broke last night, straight away I had the same thought as you. Oh, yeah, this is totally good to solve every problem in the company. Uh, and that's about the depth of my analysis on it. I'm sure it'll be a fun show on the night. Hopefully they get the Fox robots or whatever they were. Get those things back. Stephanie will be there doing draws and drafts and all that stuff. Uh, just hopefully they draft this Alexa Bliss character to the Shadow Realm or something mm. because <laughs> that's the only the only use for it. Um, right, Hell in a Cell 2021. I'm not going to rattle on about this for ages, but the stipulation for Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley, it's Hell in a Cell titular stipulation and if drew loses he cannot challenge for the title again while bobby is champion this was confirmed last night they had the contract signing segment it didn't get handsy as these things usually do but by the end of it drew was so riled up he took his big cartoon sword and smashed the table (laughs) in half because nothing on raw could be realistic or believable uh everything has to be a cartoon character the scottish guy has to wear a kilt carry a claymore uh have a license for hunting wild haggis play bagpipes on the way to the ring and enjoy a post-match tipple of whiskey accompanied by walker's shortbread that's how it has to be in this company i think i'm broken andy murray today wilborn save me please (laughs) You missed the uh, the comparisons or comparisons, the references to Robert the Bruce, which he actually used last night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? To be fair, give Royce due. They had a no. battle royal, and this was okay, I guess. Like, it, it needed to be Hell in a Cell. You needed to step up this match. They've done it time and time again, obviously, over the last few months. And, yeah, the definitive nature of you can never challenge for the title again whilst I'm champion. Good. I mean, I think yeah. Drew's probably going to win, and that's certainly probably convinced me even more so, having heard that. But, yeah, fine. Six out of ten. Yeah. Good yeah. Cool. 
we talk about the good brand, let's talk about SmackDown because it's just sensational what's going on with Roman Reigns and the Usos. How you can have the same groups of people making the two shows is baffling. I mean, you know, some parts of SmackDown aren't great, but I haven't seen them put a foot wrong with Roman and the Usos for, for months now. Uh, and according to WrestlingNews.co's Paul Davis, big plans for them as we head towards SummerSlam. Uh, it was reported last month, Jimmy and Jay apparently would eventually come together under their cousin Roman Reigns and win the belts from a babyface tandem. More developments on this. Uh, Davis' source revealing WWE's desire to basically build Roman Reigns to a sort of John Cena rock level force, saying, uh, obviously the plan is to build up Roman so that fans see him as being on the level of Cena and rock. This is also about making Jimmy and Jay look strong. We'll get there by SummerSlam. This will be a tight-knit unit in a few months. I'm holding out hope, Andy, for Roman versus Cena at SummerSlam. And if the coronation of the Usos as tag team champions, probably over the Mysterios, if you're picking a babyface team right now, uh, happens there as well. Yeah, I'm really on board with this. I think that's a, a sensational bit of booking. Yeah, it's good stuff. It, it really is good stuff. You compare this to the Alexa Bliss stuff on Raw and it's day and night. Uh, the Roman stuff's great. The Usos stuff's great. I mean, this just sounds like a fun plan. Um, the Usos are one of my favourite tag teams of all time. I've said that time and time again on this channel. And uh, there's a lot you can do with them and the Mysterios dovetailing out of Hell in a Cell where it's going to be Roman versus Rey. Uh, so many options. So many exciting possibilities. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just good. It's, it's really good stuff. Why can't this be reflected elsewhere is the only thing I want to know. I love conflicted Jey Uso and Roman just sort of trying to handle everything. And his, his anytime they cut backstage, like when they got pinned, I know they didn't get pinned properly because his shoulders up and blah, blah, blah. When they got pinned on SmackDown and it cut backstage to him just going to Paul Heyman, I just thought it was epic. So, yeah, just just that, but across all of Raw, not uh, across all of Raw and SmackDown, not that storyline, but just that way of doing good good just write good do good please w recreative is that too much to ask or yes. are we just going to sack talented people but push the evolution and sodding jackson Riker down people's throats <laughs> let's move on uh twitter questions at what culture wwe of course john barker starts off today uh, it's just a question, John. John says, with Raw being awful consistently for a year, is it not worth AEW moving Dynamite to Mondays and dethroning it that way? Uh, I definitely see the logic in that, but uh, for me, no. Uh, I don't think that would be be a good move uh, for AEW at this stage. Like The promotion size is still dwarfed by WWE. Um, I think that if you put dynamite on monday nights rather than taking viewers away from raw it's gonna raw's gonna take viewers away from it um it's a big clash you've seen it on friday nights at the moment uh with the preemption and everything else for me AEW needs to stay where it is build up on its own and let the other side worry about any counter programming or whatever the heck else they want to do um i think you know dynamite live on fridays uh, or pre-taped, whatever's going on at the moment. It's do it, it did something like, what, 470,000 yeah. viewers this week? But last week, when the DVRs were taken into account, there was something like an extra 50% on top of that. So it worked out about 900. Like, people are watching the basketball and then watching wrestling. I think that if you put Dynamite on Monday nights, you're going to see the same thing. WWE fans, who there's more of them, uh, mm -hmm. are going to watch Raw and then maybe check out Dynamite on DVR. Um, I don't think it's a bold strategy at the moment. Saw what happened with TNA when they tried to do that. Let's just keep things as they're going, nice and smooth. Yes, exactly. Uh, especially off the back of that Friday night rating, I would stay exactly where they are on Wednesday nights for now. Don't chase the competition, 
chase the dream there's a little phrase for you today uh dustin sentinay gives us our second question of the day dustin says hey y'all he says southern drawl optional so obviously <laughs> you can do it hey y'all with Raw and SmackDown finally touring again in July, will NXT be joining them or stay in Florida? Oh my God, AJ Styles, is that you? <laughs> um, so there was actually a report on this in uh, the Wrestling Observer newsletter last week uh, from Dave Meltzer stating that NXT talents have been informed touring July, we're going to go back to live shows. However, it looks very much like it's just going to be the Florida loop for now. Mm-hmm. Two to 400 seater venues, I believe was quoted, uh, just kind of like what they were doing before. However, uh, once things open up wider across the country and restrictions are lifted, I wouldn't be surprised if they went national as well. Exactly what I was thinking, I was gonna say. Question is, Andy, what was NXT doing before? So <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what, that's exactly what I anticipated. So in NXT in the draft, just for God's sake, please, because they need mixing as much as Raw and SmackDown. Jake King gives us our final question today. Thanks for this, Jake. Jake says, with wrestlers like Braun Strowman and Murphy out of the company, if 2010 TNA was still a thing, uh, what name do you think you'd give them? Uh, personally, I like Braun Strongman. Oh, I'm not sure. That's a bit too close, that, Jake. What do you reckon, Andy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Braun with a W, large boy, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Oh man, there's all kinds of possibilities you can come up with. Alistair Black could be Alan White, I guess. <laughs> um, who else has been released that we can that we can TNA aside? Uh, I, I had uh, Bloody Mikey for Buddy Murphy, and uh, I'll go with Emerald Ruckus instead of Ruby Riot. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I was going to say suggestions for Lana in the comments, but let's... let's just... Alan. Alan. Here comes Alan. Oh, anyway, let's move on to today's and finally. And thank you to Connor for pointing this out. We posted oh, a video a few, a few days ago. 10 things WWE want you to forget about Braun Strowman. Andy, have you seen this? It's so... I have. <laughs> picture of Ron Strowman there with his tongue out and it just fits perfectly into how to make perfect funnel cakes so there we go <laughs> cooking with released WWE wrestlers coming to what culture very soon apparently oh hey, what I tell you if what. you could cook with one wrestler I know the answer to this but I'm gonna ask it anyway who would you cook with Andy it's obviously my close personal friend the butcher I mean you've seen that guy's technique chopping up the meat before they had that match for the young bucks it's impeccable who else are you going to cook with man also hasn't gangrel got a series of like spices too or something or like stuff you sauces maybe maybe he does bang it bang it baby let's get him cooking on the channel Uh, let's know uh, what cookery shows you like see us we need something to cheer us up today the day help us help us the cookery shows you like see us do in the comment section below Apologies for today. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts. I've got to ask the Dadly Boys what they thought of Shayna Baszler versus a doll later. So good luck to oh. me. Um, you can let us know your thoughts on Twitter questions as well, of course, on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... Uh, Andy H. Murray. The H stands for... Uh, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm very tired. <laughs> I wake up early for this. 4 a.m. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And wait, we'll see you soon. Maybe. <laughs>
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.